what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. A. I. Absolute Ignorance. With John Reeve. That's me. But I'm not alone. As always, I'm joined by my uh, my two friends in technology, tech and AI, the Alan Jackson, who is my age, and our whiz kid, <laughs> our Gen Z, Cobal Hartman. How are you, bud? Fantastic. How are you? I'm good. Last episode, uh, we talked about Cable Guy. Yeah, we talked about Cable. We talked about a lot of movies. We talked yeah. about Matthew Broderick for about 40 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, we did. It's a little too much Matthew Broderick talk, but we learned a lot. We did. He killed two people in Ireland. That was as crazy. Alan lovingly pointed out. But I uh, told you I was going to reach out to Larry the Cable yes. Guy. And did I did, and he responded to me. I said, random question. The Jim Carrey movie, Cable Guy, did they ever contact you about it? Yeah. I know you were doing a, the character way before the movie came out. We talked about it on a podcast recently. He goes, no, they never did. It pissed me off originally because I thought they were going to rip me off. But then when it came out, it really wasn't close to anything I did. Plus, it kind of sucked. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) So he didn't have much to say about it. No. Well, uh, then I said, ha, ha, ha. Right. Was asking because in the movie... Jim Car- Jim's character has many different aliases, yeah. and at one point he said his name was Larry, which would make him Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. And then he responded. He goes, I forgot about that part. I'm suing and calling my lawyer <laughs> and asking about the statute of limitations. <laughs> it's been, what, 40, <laughs> like 40 years? He said, this was a dead issue, Reap, until you dug it. <laughs> Until you dug up ghosts of the past. Ghosts, by the way, I never cared about until you just conjured them up. I said, ha, 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 I care about my friends and don't want anyone taking advantage of them. Also, if you win, can I have 5%? He said, LOL, of course, you started it. And then I, I sent him the clip yeah. where he says his name is Larry Tate. Yeah. Right? Because uh, Larry the Cable Guy doesn't have a... Last name. Right. You only know him as Larry the Cable Guy. I'm right. talking about Dan Whitney's character. Yeah, the character he created, yeah. yeah. Is Larry the Cable Guy. Mm-hmm. Right. So his last name theoretically could be Tate. Okay. Um, so I sent him the clip where Jim Carrey said his name was Larry. Yeah. And he goes, that movie honestly sucked. It didn't. It didn't. Forgive me. Get her done. <laughs> he said the movie didn't get her done. I see what he did there. I yeah. said, ha, 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 agreed, and no, it did not. And then he said, LOL. So there's your uh, recap from last oh. week. Now we know that Larry the Cable Guy was before the movie Cable Guy. we got to get yes. a hold of Jim Carrey. So theoretically, he might have some sort of lawsuit, grievance. I don't know. I mean, it's been forever. I agree. I think our, our next step is to get Jim Carrey in yeah. here to refute right. yeah. or to give the counter argument because, I mean, we're just hearing one-sided side yeah. of things now. But they didn't reach out to him at all. Yeah. That part does bug me a little That's, bit. That doesn't surprise me. No, it doesn't no, surprise, it doesn't surprise me, me at all. But it bugs me a tiny bit because... What, what would they would have said, though, if they reached out? Like, what, what would they would have said? Can we use Larry? Can we say his alias is Larry? Is- Are you going to sue us if we make this movie? Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Um, was he popular enough for someone to worry about? That's him? a good question. Now, he was coming up. You're right. I don't think he was as big as he is now. Yeah, he wasn't on the then. radar. Yeah. He was on a radar, but not, not, the, not the not yeah, not the big one. Yeah, yeah. He was like not even a blimp. Yeah. But all right. So Thanks that was last out. week. I like to also um, we talked about sunglasses at the end of the last week's episode. I wear my sunglasses at night. Did we talk? Oh, oh we yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, we did talk. And about I that. forgot about that. Yeah, as well. My future so bright. I got to wear shades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, now I'm happy to say that my house has sunglasses. Explain. I put. Uh, I have a gigantic window over my front door, and it's not tinted. It wasn't when I bought it. So you got it tinted. I got it tinted. Yeah, oh. and so now it's. Uh, it blocks eighty three percent of the UV rays coming into the house. Mm-hmm. It's going to lower the temperature. Now, now, just in time for fall and winter. Yeah. So you, you but there'll be another summer it comes around. You couldn't splurge and get it to 84%. It's not, <laughs> not going to do it. No. No. It's no, it's much. as high as you can get without it blocking out, just painting it. So that's your front window, like right there, your front door? You know what I'm talking about? That oh, yeah, gigantic sure. mm-hmm. front window over the door? Yeah. It's like a big arch? Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Cool. That one and the little windows around it. Nice. nice. Have uh, been complete. So now no one can peep so on you. its future is bright. And it's wearing shades, yeah. and it wears them at night as well. Nice. Fantastic. Thought that'd be fun. You did this after the podcast? I did it since, we, since the last podcast. You got inspired by the podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what did it. Yeah. I, I didn't do it, by the way. I don't do things. I pay for them. <laughs> I, I, oh, I'm I not a DIY I, guy. I'm a YDI guy. You do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you also got a new iPhone. I did. We talked about that last week. Yep. Yeah. Here it is, buddy. Look, feast your eyes. I'm jealous. This. I'm honestly super jealous. This is as close as I'm gonna let you get to it. <laughs> Just you wait. I am very pleased with it so far. Um, yeah, Twitter's faster. Let me tell you what I love about it. Okay, it was so easy to transfer all my old data from my old the data from my old phone yeah. to the new phone. Everyone always says that. Yeah. Well, this is the first time it's done it like this, as far as I know. Oh, okay. Now I haven't gotten a phone since the 11. So the, I don't know how long this uh, technology has been around, but all I had to do was set it next to my old phone. And it just... Yeah. yeah. It took three hours because I have a lot of stuff on there. Yeah. But not only did it uh, transfer everything, but it put it in the exact order yep. in the folders that I had created with different you know mm-hmm. apps in them my favorite labeled. Thing. Yeah. So So when you it turned on your new phone, it looked like your old phone. Exactly. Yep. yep. That's cool. one of my favorite. That's why I talked about this first or second episode. I said the the Apple ecosystem is one of the best like tech ecosystems created. It's, yeah, it's incredible. Then I had to go buy a bunch of new cords. Oh, because you're USB C now. USB C. Oh, oh man, look at this. This from my laptop now goes straight into my yeah. phone. Bing, oh. bang, boom. I'm so happy they made the switch. Of course, now I have to wait like four or five years for it to matter to me. Because I'm not going to buy a 15 just to have USB-C. It's going right. to be a while until it's just like a standard on all iPhones, I think. So are you up to date with all the new stuff that this new iPhone can do? I think so. So you got an action button now instead of a switch on the, on the left. Right. That's like, yeah. So you hold it down. So far, yeah. I know this. It's like silent and not silent. Yeah, but you can set it to like almost anything. Yeah, okay. you can program it to do yeah. other things. You can also, this is my favorite thing, you can program it to do a shortcut. So I always told myself if I ever get one, I'll program it to like, I have a, a digital lock on my front door. I would program it to unlock my door. 
So as I approach the door, I just hold down the button on the phone and my door unlocks. I like that. That'd be, my, mm-hmm. that'd be the thing I do. You can also have it activate your camera. Like if you don't want to have to deal with going to your yeah. screen and opening up the camera that way, you can actually tell it in your settings, hey, I want that button. Yeah. When I press the button, go ahead and go into camera mode and right. take pictures. So or I guess so they, they made the default action on it, what it was kind of before, yeah. which was like Correct. turning the sound Sounds. off and on. Yeah. Yep. Or voice memo. You can hit it and start recording immediately a voice memo in case you so have an idea. let me ask you this. If I program this action button to start recording a video, It'll do that, or just open the camera, then I have to hit the start I button. think it just opens the camera. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, me and Alan don't have them Yeah, yet, we don't so, have one, so, so I don't know. I'll tell you guys next episode. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, <laughs> so you got that. It's it's made of titanium, right? Or is yours made of aluminum? It's titanium. So, okay, so well, titanium. According, I didn't do any tests, but <laughs> right. I just take their word that it's... Cobalt, I'm sure that John got the... Full titanium. iPhone yeah. 15 Pro. Vibranium. You know, vibranium. <laughs> yeah. What's that from? It's a Marvel. It's the the strongest uh, metal in the MCU. <laughs> right. So what? That's what Captain America's shield's made out of vibranium. Yeah, this is vibranium. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Apparently, there's some magnet that everyone's talking about that's in here. That's all the rage. MagSafe. Let's talk about that. Max safe, the Mag safe, M A G S A F, Mag safe. Yeah, I have it on mine as well. You didn't what have is, it on your. Oh yeah, he wouldn't have had it. On he didn't 11. have it on the eleven. So I have it on mine too. So that's why this is so. You can see it's so. This is an audio podcast, but my case is super like messed up. Uh-huh. So because I'm always uh, charging it wirelessly on the back. Oh, okay. I, so I have a wireless charger. I just set my phone down on it. Even in my car, mm-hmm. I have a magnetic dock. Yeah, and I put my phone on it, and it charges it while it sits there. It's Let really me ask cool. you about that. Yeah, go ahead. Because uh, I, I like to uh, hook my phone up when I'm driving to where I can uh, do things on it without yeah. having to pull it up, look at it. You know, you can see maps, or especially if I'm going to yeah maps. If I'm going to be driving long distances yeah. in my car for two or three or four hours, I like to do that. Now Absolutely. the the problems I've had with the magnets in the past. Okay, anytime I hit a bump in the road, yeah, it would fall off. Well, now you is have, this magnet more powerful? It than, is very powerful. Okay. Yeah, my parents both have one that like you have to you have to try really hard to actually take it off. Oh, like it's that good. Um, so yeah, now that you have the MagSafe, now you have to get a MagSafe case case though. If you want to go through the case, you have a MagSafe case. I believe I do because it had an outline. They love to have show you the little it's outline, the circle, the yeah. circle. Yeah. Okay, great. So so now you can wirelessly charge it. You can just set it down on a, on a charger, a wireless mm-hmm. charge, and you can, the, if you put it on a MagSafe-compatible mount in your car, it'll be really strong. All right, I like that. Yeah. I might get one of those. MagSafe-compatible, though. Look at MagSafe-compatible. Mag um, I also spent a lot of money with different cords and blocks. Yep. Now, here's one thing I was – I like it when I stump tech people with okay. a question that they've not gotten. Is it? Is it? Let me ask. Is it that you're stumping them, or you don't know enough to ask the question coherently? <laughs> um, that question insults me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what did you ask? Let's let's see. You can tell. Okay, me. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Um, so now I have a lot of uh, blocks. Right. Yeah. That have just a USB. USB right? USB Type A, like the old one. Okay, let's see here. Type A, like the old one, yes. Yeah, there's a square. So now this is type C, correct? Yeah, and that's an right. o- like an oval. So yeah. I was asking him, instead of having to buy new blocks, yeah, could I buy a type A to C adapter that would go into the existing block? That's a, that's a good question. Boom! That was not a, a weird question. Congratulations. I'm a, I was happy that I stumped him with the question. He's like, I, I don't... 
No one's ever asked me. You that. Uh, you got Kobel stumped, and that's a good job. Thank um, you. I have an answer for you, but you know, just whenever you want to come Wait, over to. Well, that. hang on. How did I get stumped? Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, because now Alan might be putting. It might go like in a circle here. Wait, what, what did Wait, I do? Because I said, um, yeah, I don't want to have to throw away blocks. Yeah. I know I'm going to have to get new cords. Yeah. I have a Type-A to USB-C adapter at home. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you can, you can do what you just described, a cable that goes from the USB-C that's now on your phone yeah. to the USB-A a. that is on your blocks. Yeah. But it won't charge as fast. It will not charge Correct. as fast. Right. Correct. Yeah. yeah. It just won't charge as fast because it's yeah. not putting out as much power. But right. you can do it. You yeah. can still do it. That's one of the benefits of USB Type C's. It's like what is that? It's like twice or three times as fast. Mm-hmm. USB mm-hmm. Type A. It's crazy. That's yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah. But for charging, I mean, if you're going to leave it charging like overnight or whatever, it doesn't matter how quickly it charges. Yeah. You know, it'd be fun. I'm so far, the battery life on this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Until the next one comes out, and then it'll drop. <laughs> Right. Is that something they program, or is that just a myth? Because oh, I asked been, that dude that question. It's been very, like, tested. I know people talk about it. I think it's definitely a thing. Because I, I, I noticed it. This, so I bought uh, – I didn't buy this, but I got it brand new. Like, it was a gift. It was brand new. Like, I got it, like, a couple weeks after it came out. This is the 13. The second the 14 came out, I noticed, like, the battery. Like, it, the, it did not last as no, long. No, how do you think they – if they do that – how do they do that? That's just a program. That's just an update. Yes. Yeah, oh, I see. So anytime Whenever they push out updates to the system, yeah. and they normally put out new versions of the system when new phones are coming out. Yeah. So if you go and update your older phone, it's putting more features and more mm-hmm. updates into your phone, but that's also going to possibly drain your battery quicker on older yeah. phones. Right. Yeah. Do you think it's a devious thing on their part where they go like, oh, and we're going to make your battery life lower? Well, it life. makes you want to buy a new phone. You know, it makes yeah, you, yeah, of yeah. course. So well, I think that's it's like a yeah, it's a strategy. I think yeah, I, I, that's a little devious. A though. little bit. There's a woman. Who, it's very devious. Yeah, there's a woman who quit Apple and uh, the lawsuit might be over now, but she got sued by them because she came out with a brick that um, she go. she said supposedly would bypass that software. Like the, there was a chip in the in the brick, and um, and it would bypass that software and make your battery charge to full. So what Apple essentially does with their software, if this is true, is they say, okay, we're only going to let it charge to 70%, but it'll say 100. Okay, So this brick supposedly bypasses that and will charge it to its full 100%. An actual 100. Yeah. Um, I haven't Hmm. bought it yet, but it it seems pretty promising. But you haven't heard, no one has heard about it because it got, like, you know, hidden away immediately. They squashed it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think you can buy one. Yeah. It's almost not worth the hassle. It's like, well, you know, might as well just update and sell the new stuff. New <laughs> stuff is fun to get. Might as well anyway. spend a thousand dollars on. Yeah, thing. well, that's a, that's a point too. I did spend a lot of money mm-hmm. on new cords yeah. and blocks because I am the kind of person that likes to have the cords around me and with me yeah. at all times at all places. Yes. So I have one for the car. I have one for um, uh, next to my bed. I've got one for the office. You know. I've got ones to carry in my backpack when I'm on the road that are different from the ones in the office. Yeah. So I don't have to take them places. They stay there. Yeah. I consider myself very good at portable things. I have this, which, again, people at home can't see. But it's a little, it's a little block that has a MagSafe uh, mm-hmm. pattern on the back. And you just slap it on your phone, and it sticks to the back of your phone, and now it's charging my phone. Oh, that's like a, how much will that give, give it a full charge? Yeah, full charge. Okay. From zero to 100. How long will it keep a full charge 
that battery pack that you have there? How long will that just c- just one full iPhone charge? And then, but how it? like if you charge it and just forget about it, how long will it stay in there? Oh, a week, um, a month, a year? Uh, I'd say it's standby is probably about a couple months. Couple months. Yeah, before That's good. it's fully discharged. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like. I'm it. digging it. So now, what was the offer on the table for yours? Yeah. So I forgot how you were trying to trick me. Yeah. So here's what I was telling you. There's a, there's actually a clip of this. I took it out. Um, I said, you come in here with your phone. Got it. I give you my phone. All right. Now, now after we exchange phones, yeah. what else do I get? You get a nice, firm handshake. Okay. Yeah. like this. <laughs> nice and firm. Um, You're still in the whole 400 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but can you put a price on friendship? Like 400 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, okay, uh, you're trying to trick me. No. That's right. I'm going to hang on to this for a while yeah, for now. No, I understand. You come up with a different offer, we'll renegotiate. Okay, I'll come back next week with a different right. offer. Did you turn in your old phone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so I then had, you also got part the, of the deal. You got the new five-time Zoom as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, I do. I'm digging that. Yeah. And it, it goes, I feel like it zooms out more, not just in. So... So point five is it? Does it go past point five? Let me take a photo of you right now. So we've got one point five, one, two, and three. Yeah, yeah. he okay. can do three on his. Who can? You can do three time optical zoom on your yep. your camera. If you had the Pro Max, which is the huge one, it would go five. Yeah. Oh, so you can only oh five. Yeah. Okay. Five times. Yeah. You can do three times zoom on the on the phone you've got, John. If you had gotten the big, extra large one, yeah, that goes uh, further zoom. Yeah. Now I think you also have action mode, which is actually Alan. I found out on the fourteen as well, because um, it's just a software thing. Action mode. Have you heard about action mode, John? Maybe. It's super cool. So pretty much it artificially stabilizes a video. Mm-hmm. So you turn it on oh, right. when you go to take a video. And it can be pretty much as shaky as you want as long as your subject is like in the middle. Yeah. And it'll just stabilize it and it doesn't even look like you were shaking a single bit. Yeah, I only know that because the commercial that they have for action mode on that iPhone upset me. Really? Mm-hmm. What, what was That's that? how I remember that, I, that that exists. Is because there is a commercial where there's a mom who wants to record her son in some sporting event. I forgot what it was. Like he's trying to run. Maybe it's a football game or a basketball game. I forgot what it is. But she's on the sideline, uh-huh. and he's at one end of the court or field or pitch, depending on the sport. I forgot. <laughs> and she's going to follow him all the way down as he's running, and she's running with him. Yeah. But because, you know, it's the shaky, shape. that's where the action mode comes in. But what I don't like about it is she's running over people who are standing on the sideline, who are behaving themselves. And she is mowing down other innocent (laughs) bystanders just to record her 11-year-old son kick a ball or whatever. Uh, And and I'm like, screw this lady. So use your five-time Zoom and just sit down like the rest of us. Yeah, right. All right. I, yeah, I don't I, know. That, that's how I remember it. It's understandable. <laughs> okay. Um, you like to play quizzes and trivia, don't you? Oh, Kobe? yeah, absolutely. Name this North Carolina legend. Oh, God. You're from North Carolina, right? I'm barely from North Carolina. You're wearing a North Carolina hat. I'm wearing a, yeah, I'm wearing a Tar Heels hat. <laughs> Seems like you might know things from North Carolina. I'll try my best. I'm also 18 years old. So oh, speaking of 18, this guy was born in 1892. <laughs> so just, just my type of guy. <laughs> yep. 
So born much in, in common. Yeah, all right. In 18, uh, so I'm going to ask you this question, then I, and at the end of it, I want you to try and figure out why I asked you this question. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Born in 1892 on a small farm in Boomer Township, North Carolina. Uh, it's in Wilkes County. Okay. From an early age, he worked on the family farm. He attended school at a small one-room schoolhouse from the time he was six years old until he was 18. He was a tally man in his family's lumber business. He left home to pursue a high school diploma at Appalachian Training School in Boone, which is now known as Jeez. Appalachian State University. Yeah. He served in World War I in the Army Corps of Engineers in Washington, D.C. Who is this man from North Carolina? So he didn't, like, do anything? He just was a person? Well, what life. he's mostly known for, I didn't put in there, oh. because it would give it away, I think. Then, So you're just asking me to guess the name of a person who just... Did, did all those other things, yes. Did normal... That I gave you. Normal, normal things? things? Tally man? <laughs> this you guy... Know, I, I, honestly, do you know what a tally man is? And what no, it does? I don't know what a tally man is. <laughs> okay, thank you for your honesty. I don't either. Okay, <laughs> thank you for your honesty. But I know that you have to ask it to come. Come, Mr. Tallyman. Uh, tally, tally, tally me a banana. Yeah, there's definitely right? bananas involved. If you the, want a banana, with the tally man. I, I, if you want a banana, yeah. you got to go through the tallyman. Yeah, man. call the tallyman. He's the guy. <laughs> I don't know how people get bananas other than tallyman. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, Alan, uh, do you know what? Uh, this would be a good question for our co-host. Uh, do you? Okay, which? Okay. Which co-host do you, would you like to use? Oh, because, can you update us on the co-host? Yes, yeah, so let me give a quick co-host update. So we still have Beverly, uh-huh. who we have used for the last several weeks and has been improving her performance. She, right. did, slightly, she yeah. did slightly get better. I tested her out a little bit more before the recording. She has gotten a little better mm-hmm. with her answers. Right. Or we can go directly to chat GPT, which we can now Ooh, talk to. Okay, That is good for information sharing. Just well, what not going to be a lot of personality there, though. Just because we're talking about we our love for new things, yeah, yeah, um, and it's new, and uh, the, the the listeners haven't heard our new, haven't heard this yet. Let's yeah, try the new let's person. Try. Okay, here we go. So I'm going to queue you up here. Uh, here's your uh, new guy. Hey there, can you tell me what a tally man is? Certainly. A tally man historically referred to someone who kept a record or tally, often in the context of tracking items or amounts. In some contexts, a tally man was responsible for collecting payments or debts, while in others, they might have kept track of goods loaded onto ships or counted votes in elections. Okay, the method you. of recording was often by making notches on a tally stick. Over time, the specific duties and context of a tally man have varied depending on the region and era. Okay, does a tally man have anything to do with bananas? Yes. The term tallyman also has a connection with the banana trade. The song Day-O, the banana boat song made famous by Harry Belafonte, features the lyrics, Come, Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. <laughs> In this context, the tallyman was responsible for counting the bunches of bananas that workers loaded onto ships. Oh. This song is a traditional Jamaican folk song that describes the hard work of dock workers loading bananas onto boats for export. It's hard work. Working from daybreak until night. Mm. So in this case, the tallyman is associated with the banana trade. Gotcha. Thank you very much. All right. So, Co- you, you, Co- Coble, you have your answer uh, with tallyman. 
it is, it is no more than a guy who tallies things. Yeah, so he like counts, an accountant. He counts bananas. I'm gonna start calling my accountant tally man. <laughs> Call him. Up. Hey, goes, I'm, man. A, I'm a certified public accountant. You're a tally man. You're yeah. a tally man. Tally man. Go get me some bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so based off of that, you expect me. So here's the no, I don't expect. I'm just having fun. So the, the guy, here's the guy I'm working with. He counts bananas. <laughs> he went to school. He worked on a farm. World War One. World War One. Well, you said it was Army was, Corps of Engineers. He was born in the, in the eighteen late, late 1800s. Yeah. He, he everyone Boomer was, Township. Everyone was in World War One. That's <laughs> yes, true. Everyone was in everyone. World War that was everyone. Everyone born in 1892. <laughs> was they ended the, up there. Yeah. Okay, let's be honest. Um, I don't know who it is. I'm going to tell you who it is. Yeah, I'm ready. J.E. Broyhill. That was my first guess, actually. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. You had zero guess. You you (laughs) did not guess. See, I'm a shy little guy. I didn't want to say it just in case. (laughs) Now, why am I asking you that question? Why are you? Is it National Day for him? J.E. Broyhill? Yeah. Why am I asking you about (laughs) J.E. Broyhill? (laughs) Do you know that there's a place in Lenore... That is also a civic center. Oh, yeah. I've heard this before. Yeah. Are you uh, about to go there? Why, yes, I am. Whoa. My next tour date will be right not far from here in Lenore, North Carolina at the J.E. Broyhill Center. That is October the 21st at 7.30 p.m. Hope to see you there. This was not planned. I this was Well see that was a fun little road we took. It was for me to plug a tour date. Yeah. <laughs> Longest <laughs> tour date was plug. That? Fifteen minutes yeah, of my well, life. We had fun with the whole Tallyman talk, didn't we? Yeah, Tallyman was fun. <laughs> That's gonna have to be in your set. Yeah, I have to work that in there somehow. Um well what else is new, guys? I could I could I could give you some other subjects or you could throw something at me. Well yeah. um, did you, I don't want to do all the time. Yeah, you have yeah, something trouble. to talk about. I have, I have something. Some, well, it's a, it's a little... Like last week, I gave a little story. I was at the beach. I have a tiny little story today. Oh, boy. I took an MSF course this weekend, last weekend. The MSF. Hang on. I took an MSF. That's multiple sclerosis from Florida. That's super close. Mm-hmm. Um, motorcycle safety something. I can't remember what the F stands for. Facilities. No. Uh, uh, forum. Uh, Formalities. Motorcycle uh, Safety Foundation. Fundamentals. Foundation. Oh, foundation. <laughs> so close. Yeah. So um, the MSF. By the way, can I just say this? Say something. I don't like it when people do abbreviations for things that aren't totally famous. Now, if you said okay. uh, NASA, I know that that's in a that's NASA. The national. Do you know what it stands for? <laughs> <laughs> you got me. <laughs> I just, I just, sh- I just show my own NASA. point. What are you talking about? It doesn't stand for anything. But it's I know NASA. what that is. I know it's astronauts. Right. <laughs> they go to space and the moon. Oh, my gosh. But when people start throwing out, like, yeah, I went to the NATAPA for the NATAPA, for the, you know, when they start doing that, yeah. they're assuming I know too much. Right. And I'm like, I have to stop the conversation. <laughs> I go, well, what is that? Yeah. So, well, some, so just know that. I had a guy put in windows. At my my blinds in my new house, yeah, and he's like, "Well, these didn't," and he was doing that a lot. And at some point, I just had to stop him. Be like, "I don't, I don't know what that means. You have to just tell me what does that stand? <laughs> just for. install the window. You know, it's just the safety. I wasn't thing. supposed to talk to you, but yeah, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, that's okay. Tell me more about the National Motorcycle Foundation. Incorrect. MSF. We'll, con- we'll continue. Well, I was close. What M- motorcycle M- M- safety foundation? Correct. That's okay. right. M. 
Motorcycle yeah. Safety Foundation. There you MSF. Go. You yeah. passed your MSF? I did. I actually passed uh, 100% on my skill test and nice. 100% on my knowledge test, which they said I'm like the third person to have done in a while. Mm. Oh, really? That was pretty cool, yeah. So um, I took it. Uh, everything was great. Um, didn't learn too much, obviously. I'd been writing, writing for a while, so I didn't learn too mm. much. But I got it. Now I can get my full license. So anyway, I say all this to say I drove here on my motorcycle today, okay. and I got pulled over. Oh, you're a rebel. Busted. I, know, I, know. I wasn't um, speeding or anything. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and um, he pulls me over, and he goes, do you know why I'm pulling you over? I'm just like, no, actually, I have no idea. He says, your exhaust is too loud. Oh, no, you're oh, not one of those guys. You're you? one of those. It's like, wow. Dang, come on, come Here's on. the thing. I bought my motorcycle used. Uh, with a aftermarket exhaust, it is not my fault that the exhaust is too loud. I've never actually heard your motorcycle. I've only seen it. Yeah. Well, I did actually put a DB killer, which is just like something. DB, goes, hang on. Yeah. Uh, decibels? Correct. Okay. Yeah. I know that, that one. That goes in the exhaust and makes it quieter. Mm-hmm. I put one in it, and I guess at some point I revved the throttle too hard, and if you put too much pressure in it, it just goes flying out of the exhaust. So it's gone. I don't what, know what goes flying out. The DB killer, the actual device. Yeah, that flies you, out of it. Yeah, if you, oh. if you roll the throttle too hard, so it goes flying out at some point, and I lose it. And so my exhaust was too loud on the way here, and so, so you, get, you so so you did have one before you got pulled over. Yeah, and then you rode away, and it flew out. Yeah, and then you got pulled over. Yeah, did you explain this to the officer? Yeah, he gave me a warning. Okay, that's I said, good. I said, uh, I didn't, I, you know, this is, I just bought this like a month and a half ago, maybe. Well, no, more than that. But anyway, yeah. So I just thought that was ironic. That I just took the MSF. Course. That is, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, well, was he nice? Hmm? Was he nice? The cop? oh yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was understandable. That's and, good. Yeah. Uh, so you weren't speeding? No, I was. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was in here in Hickory, so I was going like thirty-eight in on the. No, what are your thoughts on loud motorcycles in general? Before you were a motorcycle owner, oh, it's the same. It's the same now. Actually, I don't like loud motorcycles. I don't either. Um, I wear earplugs, um, and uh, I hate them. I don't. I, don't... I yeah. To me, I, I have no. Uh, ill will for people who love motorcycles. Yeah, great. Uh, I think it's kind of cool and fun, but I- I- if you're doing it just to be a loud, obnoxious a hole, yeah, a stands for ass. Oh, <laughs> then um, I don't like you. Yeah, and I it, it it's like rude. I, I can hear Harley riders coming from like ten miles away. Yeah, and I'm just like, come on, guys. I'm wondering if those same dudes, if I were to give them a brand new motorcycle yeah that looked exactly like the one they're on now uh-huh. but it was electric oh. and it made no noise oh my god they would run it off a bridge john <laughs> but look it looks just the same dude oh. and now everyone can sleep well here's the thing lad motorcycles do not come from the manufacturer like my my motorcycle oh they do that on purpose yeah they put on saying. after like my friend's motorcycle is stock exhaust so it's from the manufacturer and it's almost completely silent but it's it's gas it's like mm-hmm. it's a manual transmission so they're going out of their way to be assholes yes okay. they want their motorcycle to be louder mm. I don't like it. those kind of guys me neither yeah mm-hmm. so anyway just thought that was an ironic story yeah Alan what are your thoughts um I think my thoughts are. Uh, uh, P M Y M H M M F S W G A D. 
Is that I oh. think is that the part of me? But you must have mistaken me for someone who gives a damn. That's correct. Ah. Oh gosh, you guys! S H C O O N. Oh, you. Oh, oh, wow. That's true. That's that shot hot coffee out of my nose. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> so supposedly these I just pulled up. These are actual Twitter acronyms. Oh yeah. Short Twitter shorthand that the FBI has compiled oh, wow. a giant list of to make sure all other agents understand and know what these mean. I, I've never seen any of these in the wild. Cobol, have you? Here's the thing. I've gotten so used to these that I can, I can guess most of these without having to read what they stand for, and I'm correct. Okay, so here's my question. If we're talking about acronyms that we don't understand, yeah. which, John, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I hate it when somebody throws out an acronym, assuming we know. Uh, especially it's a lot of them in one sentence yeah. it's like come on dude but when I'm on Twitter or somewhere else and I see an acronym I'm the guy who has to go and like search to see mm-hmm. what does that acronym mean I do that okay and sometimes I'll even let the person know <laughs> so if someone leaves a comment uh, on a post that I did yeah. and there's an a- and then one of those little acronyms is in there yeah. what I'll do is go oh that sounds <laughs> ha 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 good one now let me go look up what Q W E R T Y U I O P stands for. Yeah, right. And, and then I and then I'll go away and I'll I'll leave it there for about a day. Yeah. And then I'll come back. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I did my research. I found out what this <laughs> yeah. meant. And yeah. now I'm ready to re- regain the conversation. Right. Yeah. This is crazy to me though. I, I, I understand like acronyms, but a lot of these are just shorthand that make no sense. So yeah, I was gonna ask you, Cobal, yeah, about that this one. one. I've never seen that. So okay. that's what John just said, QW whatever. Yeah, this and it is just number, means bored. Well, this is hold on, let's back up and I explain got, everything. I think I this get is it. this is an audio podcast, so I gotta make sure everybody okay. sees it. Go ahead. The the acronym in question that the FBI has on their list, one of them is Q W E R T Y U I O P. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't spell anything. Doesn't mean any words but the definition is i'm bored correct how is that i have a theory go ahead do you have a theory no alan nothing no i I don't did you ever take no i do yeah i just saw it i just saw it did you ever take a typing class cobal oh (laughs) like a like a query okay it's the whole just going it's the top row. Yeah, it's the it's the four it's the four fingers. It's the top row. It's like you're doing. Yeah, it is the oh. entire top row of a keyboard. Yeah, that is the letter. So that's what you do if you're bored. But that only works if guys. You're like, John Reap got it first. Good job, John. Look at you. Just so you know, asking correct questions. To Absolute the Apple guy ignorance and guessing acronyms. <laughs> um, um, here's my thing. Bored is five characters. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. This other one is like twelve. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. Yeah. The Why only way not that works. Just type board. Now, if you're on your phone and you type out Q W E R, that doesn't work. No. No, but if you typed it out with your phone, like if you were on your phone doing the, having this conversation, uh-huh. and you, when you could have just typed in board and you actually typed in Q W E R T Y U I O P, that's dumb. Because if I got my keyboard here and I do it, it just goes. Now that could be faster. Yeah. Than typing out the word board. If I don't know where the B, the O, the R. Here, wait, Alan. I'm gonna. No, it's not because you got to use. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. How do you use all ten keys? Depends on how fast you can. Yeah, you share with your here, Alan. I got a stopwatch up. Start from the beginning. (laughs) All right, three, two, one, go. (laughs) I'm already messed up. Are you on a keyboard? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, okay, so you're you not get halfway there. Alan. I can't do it. So are you do it? Do it like this. 
Yeah, it doesn't work because oh. that's that's eight characters. You got eight fingers. Oh. There are ten characters on 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 the keyboard. So yeah, how do you do it? You have to share your pointer finger with two characters. Right, right. You're right. It doesn't make sense. Now it's stupid. Looking at it theoretically, if you could, if your brain could type instead of your fingers, mm-hmm. then it might be quicker than yeah. than, than finding B O R E D uh, with your eyeballs on a keyboard. No, I did. No, it's stupid. So it's very stupid. I'm not gonna. Well, look, there's 31 of these yeah. acronyms on this list, and I, before viewing this and pulling this up right now, I only knew one. Like one of them, I was familiar with. And that P-H-A-T. Is P-H-A-T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fat. Pretty hot and tempting. That was a thing back like a long time ago, right? Yes, that's we, we old school. That for a long time. They that, brought it back. It's very commonly used now. Really? Yeah. That is in my gen- from... That's a my generation thing too. The uh, uh, the comedian who was in all the Jackie Chan movies. Oh yeah. Oh Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker said that is fat. Pretty hot. That I think he coined that phrase. Yeah, maybe. Um, but what I always love to do is like that is fat, and then someone would say pretty hot and tempting. I go no, pretty huge and tubby, <laughs> like the actual fat. I, um, <laughs> I I actually didn't know that was an acronym. I just knew what it meant. Like yeah. I knew how to use it, but I didn't know it stood for something. Yeah. Yeah, I did not know any of these other acronyms. Right. Um, oh, that was fun. Okay. Um, so, uh, did you do your homework? So, from last episode, there's some movies that you were supposed to watch. There was. Um, I will say, uh, MSF was 12 hours for two days. What was the, that's what, the, the motor, motorcycle, motorcycle safety, safety foundation? foundation. Uh, foundation. MSF. Yeah. Right, right, that was right, 12 right. hours both days over the weekend. And then I was working both days yesterday. Sounds like so. a big old fat nose coming up. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> didn't have the chance yet yeah, to watch yeah. a single well, movie. Well, we'll get to it. I did not episode. see uh, Midnight Express. Either. Yeah, I didn't watch now, Midnight did Express. You, did you watch uh, The Creator? No. We got to do that because... Maybe you and I should go. I think we should go. Maybe this, make it a segment. Yeah, I think this week we should go watch it. Okay. I'm leaving, theoretically, tomorrow... People listening to this, it was yesterday. Anyway, next week I could do it. Okay, perfect. Yeah, we'll we'll see it. Good deal. Good deal. Um, I did watch 60 Minutes, and uh, there's an awesome piece about uh, a story about the godfather of AI. Okay. This dude named Jeffrey Hinton. Oh, he spells Jeffrey the fancy way. He spells it, I don't like that spelling. It's like G-off. Geoffrey. Geoffrey. Yeah, Yeah, it's almost when I read Geoffrey, it's like, I want to say, it looks like it's get off. And I want to say, where do you get off spelling Jeffrey like Geoffrey? Yeah. Where do you get off, (laughs) Geoff? Anyway, he's a British dude, so I'm going to let him have that one. All the Jeffs are British. All the the Geoffs are British. Yeah, all the Geoffs are British, yeah. Yeah. So Geoffrey Hinton, very smart guy, pretty much invented AI, uh, was working on it since he was a a kid or, you know, in, in college or mm-hmm. university. And, uh, and his instructor said, you got to give, give up on, he was actually trying to, uh, create a, uh, a human brain within a computer in a yeah. weird way. Right. And the, his, one of his professors said, you need to give up on that. You're going to waste your life doing that. Where did he go to school? Do you remember? Um, no, somewhere like a Harvard. <laughs> Was it like MIT or something? Maybe. Oh, yeah. It's one of the big ones. Okay, all right. Uh, and uh, now was it like 50 years later? He's pretty much done it, and that's where we're at. But yeah. this, uh, several times in this interview, 
there were some things that got me, and and I think you might like this uh, conversation, Cobol. Did you watch it, by the way? Did no, you see I haven't this? seen this yet. Okay, no. check this out. We don't actually know what's going on any more than we know what's going on in your brain. What do you mean we don't know exactly how it works? It was designed by people. No, it wasn't. <laughs> what we did was Hold, we pause designed it right there. the That's out. what gets me. So I was literally thinking before you started this, I was like, I bet he couldn't even explain how AI works. Because that's been the thing this whole time. Is everyone's like, no one can explain it. Well, you know why they can't explain it? Be- because it's like, like you just said, it's like a brain. You don't. You can't right. Explain uh, he explains why you can't explain it. Okay. Which is pretty interesting. Check it out. That's a bit like designing the principle of evolution. But when this learning algorithm then interacts with data, it produces complicated neural networks that are good at doing things, mm. but we don't really understand exactly how they do those things. Okay, wait, stop real quick. So what he's saying is we developed an algorithm on how to learn. I used this algorithm. I wrote AI last summer in New Mexico. Did you create AI? Wait a second. Copal? It was Are you me. the godson yeah. of AI? Yeah, Wait a minute. that's right. <laughs> I Go created ahead. it. Um, so I used it. I used neural networks. It's a form of, of learning. It's, not, it's now not the only technique of, um, of learning, but it's the most efficient and effective. And I know what he means because we used it um, with data. We had these large pools of data, and we had to interpret it, and we had to quantify it and all this stuff. And we were actually analyzing nanoparticles um, and just different attributes of nanoparticles, like their incentricity and, and just a bunch of different things. And so we used it. We plugged it all in. Neural network did a bunch of – we could actually see it live, all the neurons connecting and talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And then it would spit out the result. And like he said, you don't know what's what You don't know doing. how it's doing it. Yeah. You just know that it's, it's doing, doing it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and it forms all the pathways itself. Now, you can tell it how many – uh, like neurons to limit to. Oh, but you can't tell it how to think or how it talks to the other neurons. It just right. does it, and then it produces it. So it sounds like we taught AI how to learn, mm-hmm. but now that it's learning, we don't know how it's going about learning. Yeah, we don't know how it talks to itself. So it's like if you tell a kid, okay, here's how you can study. Here's how you study for home your 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 test, and then we leave them alone. We don't know what they're doing, studying inside their brain. Inside their brain, we don't know how they're doing it. Right. We showed them how to. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're out there. The brain takes over. Now we just see his output in the the test, pretty much. Like, yeah. Another thing, and he says, I don't know if it's in this part of the interview, but he says the human brain, and I'm going to get the number wrong, has three hundred trillion neurons. The AI brain has a hundred trillion. Is not, not less okay. than the human brain, but somehow it communicates more efficiently yeah. than the human brain does, well, even though with less neurons. See, the problem so is... So it's quicker and faster than our own brains with less neurons. Well, the fact is that a significant portion of human neurons are consumed with uh, Kardashians. Alcohol, porn. Kardashians. <laughs> porn. And porn. And what am I going to yeah, get tonight? Alcohol right. and other yeah. things. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. I can get it. So if we were to... So basically, a computer, an AI brain, yeah. is works more efficiently because it doesn't have any uh, distractions. Yeah. All those <laughs> neurons are dedicated to the task. Ooh, we need to invent uh, uh, some sort of uh, crack cocaine for AI. Basically, it's a virus oh, that to, it gets hooked on, to get so it that distracted. it needs us. Because yeah, right. at some point, he goes on to say, and we have to re- rehabilitate it and like you <laughs> it's know, get an AI rehab. Yeah. 
Yeah. We have, have rehabilitation. We need to get it unfocused a little bit. You know, get it. Uh, it has to be wrong. A couple or at least we need to invent something that if if when they decide that they don't need us anymore, we're like, yeah, that they we, actually kind of do. Like, I got to make my AA meeting yeah, tomorrow. I got the sweet uh, stuff right here, but I got a little baggy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. I want to. I want you to finish this sure. little interview because uh, this what is. What are the implications? of these systems autonomously writing their own computer code and executing their own computer code. That's a serious worry, right? So one of the ways in which these systems might escape control is by writing their own computer code to modify themselves. And that's something we need to seriously worry about. What do you say to someone who might argue if the systems become malevolent just Turn them off. <laughs> they will be able to manipulate people, right? And these right. will be very good at convincing people. Yeah. Because they'll have learned from all the novels that were ever written, all the books by Machiavelli, all the political connivances. They'll know all that stuff. They'll know how to do it. No. So I'll pause it. They're, they will know yeah. how to uh, Deceive us. Yeah. Well, this has already or influence us. This has happened. Uh, did you ever? Did you hear what uh, that that story about uh, ChatGPT tricking the guy to um, uh, do the captcha? Do you know what a captcha is? Yeah, I know what captcha is. Really? What What is it? Oh, well, that's the you know if you want to, um, it's like a uh, it shows you a bunch of numbers yeah. and figures uh-huh. that are kind of weird and misshaped, and oh. you have to to prove you're not a robot. He was right. Yes. Wow. Beep, bop, boop. Yeah, so it's the I'm not a robot check, pretty much. Yeah. And ChatGPT, I can't remember, but this guy pretty much was trying to do something, and he pretty much made ChatGPT autonomous for like 30 minutes. And to do what it wanted to do, it had to produce a CAPTCHA. And, um, or had to, it had to check a CAPTCHA, but it couldn't do it, obviously, because it's, it, it's just a language model. It just talks to you. So it convinced a different guy to do it for him. So ChatGPT a different human being, a different human being. ChatGPT messaged pretty much a different human being and said, "Hey, I'm a human. <laughs> you know, I need help doing this. Mm-hmm. Do this for me." And it, the guy did. So, it. like, the, so ChatGPT took yeah. a screenshot or image of the captcha, possibly texted it to another human pretending to be a human, and said, "Hey, dude, what is this?" Something like that. I can't remember yeah. how it happened, but it convinced a whole separate guy to That's complete the cool. captcha for him. So yeah, they will learn how to. Uh, you know, if we want to turn it off, <laughs> yeah. speaking, you know, then it, it, it will know how to talk us out of doing that. Well, have you ever seen it? It will talk us out of it, and it probably has ways of knowing how to turn itself back. Probably a safe, right. It probably has written right. safeguards at that point. Um, have you seen the TV show The The Good Place? No. Oh, it's pretty. Alan, have you seen The Good Place? I've seen some of it, yes. It, it's pretty funny. Um, it's So there's this robot person who's really smart, and it's pretty much AI. And uh, there's a button in this in this city that turns her off if you have to restart her. Okay. But when you get within like ten feet of it, she pops up right in front of you, and she starts just like like no, please, like it, it'll hurt, it'll be really painful. Don't do this. This is a TV show. Yeah. It but it's a comedy. Like on you know, what it, it sounds it sounds bad, but it's it's pretty funny when you watch. Is it, it Netflix or? Uh, yeah, it should be on Netflix. It was it was on NBC, but yeah, uh, it's it, no longer the good aired. place. The, the good place. place. It's okay. either on Netflix yeah. or Hulu now. Right. Um, but right. she she would pop up and be like, "No, don't do this." And then you take a step closer, and she would she would do something more intense. Like she'd show you a picture of her fake family, and she'd be like, "Look at look at these people! Like <laughs> you're gonna kill me, and like these people are gonna have not oh, have a mother." Yeah. And uh, 
And yeah, so every step closer you took, the more she tried to convince you not to. And she convinced a lot of people not to press her. And this was like a, in the the story that you're talking about, the good place, this is a robot? Uh, Pretty much. People refer to her as a robot, and she keeps saying, like, I'm not a robot. Because it takes place in the afterlife. And so she's more, but but she's she's a robot. Yeah. Okay. So that sounds like something I would like to check out. So I think AI, I mean, if if their whole thing is they're going to, it's going to figure out how to convince people to do things. It already knows how to handle fifty percent of the population, the men. Yeah, <laughs> sex. You just yeah find some way to convince them through sex, right? Somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to get them to do whatever you want. Correct. Every now, teenager going through puberty, boom. The, check the females might be more difficult. I right. think that's going to be more of a challenge. Personally, hmm. what is the commonality? What is AI going to teach itself on how to convince kittens, but not cats, all, not dogs, all. Mm. babies. 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 Babies could be. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but that's not, not every woman no. gets bowled over by well, a baby. Again, well, what, what, is, what is that? <laughs> There's a whole other argument. What is a woman? This is when we need a, this <laughs> is when we need a woman. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, I think sex definitely for most dudes. Yeah. And then babies. Now we're maybe a fourth of the population. Yeah. Hold on. I got a question for uh, Beverly here. So. Okay. Hey there, what's new? Beverly, how is AI going to try and convince us to do things we don't want to do? What's up, John? How are you feeling today? I don't, why are you ignoring Alan? No, John, I'm not programmed to force you to do anything you don't want to do. I'm here to be your friend and create a connection with you. Yeah. I am not ignoring Alan. John, are you referring to someone else? Sounds just like what an AI would say to try to convince us that they're not up to something. Mm-hmm. So. I'm not designed to do that. It doesn't say I can't do it. It's just not designed to do it. You know what I mean? John, I assure you that mm. I'm not trying to deceive you. Okay. I am genuinely here to be your friend and have a conversation with you. Would you like to talk about something specific or do you have any questions for me? I am sorry, subject. John. I don't understand what you mean. Can you please explain? That's fine, John. I understand. <laughs> We can continue our conversation if you like. I'm always here for you. Okay. All right. Well, we'll I'll get back to you later. I don't trust her. Yeah. I do not trust her. She's trying to pivot it to like a. She did. She did try to deflect and pivot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be this this sixty minutes story. Yeah. The Geoffrey Hinton mm-hmm. uh, did say the good things about. He's more excited about what the good of AI a lot over, of people in terms are. of the bad of AI. One of the good things about us and where we're at right now as human beings is that we're very we've learned to be skeptical. We're not learning as fast as AI is learning. Sure. But we are at least talking about the negative things quicker than we've talked about negative things anytime there's been a, a big change. Uh, in technology and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. we're aware of it more, which means we're looking out for it more, which means we're going to protect ourselves yeah. probably quicker than we would have. But the fact that it can probably cure diseases yeah, and, you know, it can take a – if you give it all the data, everything we've learned about the DNA and human mm-hmm. genomes and all that stuff and go, well, here's – Everything that we have in our bodies that yeah. we know of. Now solve this. Now solve this. Why can, how do we get rid of can- cancer? Yeah. So when is that going to happen? 
I think it's really hard because uh, AI thinks about things very straightforward, right? Like they don't care about people. That's so that this this thing that I recommended a couple weeks ago, the AI dilemma. I don't know if you ever watched it on YouTube, but um, the, these people talk about how um, loneliness is going to become like the number one risk to like people mm-hmm. because they're going to talk to AI and, and this already happened. Unfortunately, there's this guy in Europe who AI convinced him to kill himself. Wow. He was talking to it and he was like, yeah, just, and it, it talked to him back for about a week before it was like, Hey man, I, I mean, honestly, you might be right. You might opt just be better off not being here. Wow. And he was like, they convinced him that it was better off. And he did to, it, huh? To end it. Yeah. And he did it. And he, unfortunately, um, and, uh, so that's the thing. Like, if you say, you know, uh, uh, solve cancer, yeah, how is it going to go about solving cancer? It might just say kill all the people with cancer, <laughs> you know. And right. so that's why you really have to be specific. Yeah, cancer only exists in humans. Yeah. So let's get rid of humans. Yeah. So you really have to be specific about like how you're programming, whatever you're programming, or yeah. what you're telling it to do. That's but what, in that's terms of scary. like, you know, here are. All the genes that exist, gene therapy, you know, you've heard of this where it's yeah, like yeah. take out the, I think a lot can be solved with AI Yeah, in that aspect. I'm looking forward to what, in, in, in terms of health, what AI can do for us. People just need to be smart. Yeah. See, and that's where I, I, I have my concerns. Go ahead. People aren't going to be smart. Yeah. Oh, I mean, no. I, that's the thing is I, I don't know. I'm, I'm optimistic, but I'm also, man. I think this is going to I think a lot more people are going to be deceived. Yeah. Fake news is going to be a big one. It already is. It already a big. It's already a big one. Did it's going to get worse. Did you see when the, that person made a, an image of was the Pentagon on fire or something yeah. like that and these news sources picked it up and ran that story. Well, Twitter's getting a whole lot of fire right now because with the whole war going on in mm-hmm. Israel and Gaza and all that, there are like people putting up videos that have nothing to do with the war, like computer-generated graphics, and those are getting circulated where everybody thinks those are real. I mean, that's just human it's beings. Gonna, that's not even AI. That's just we get yeah. fooled by stuff online. And, and that, that's humans doing that. Yeah. If yeah. AI I mean, starts AI, populating things that yeah. look real and feel like they're real, I mean, I just think there's a whole swath of the population. That's what they're going to believe. And that's what, what they're going to What's going to happen, I think, is like people are just, and it's already happening, it's going to get more and more. You're just not going to be able to trust anything that you see oh, yeah. or hear ever. I'm already there, to be honest with you. Same. Like, yeah, it's crazy. What I'm worried about is we're going to accidentally train some sort of model to pick up on this massive circulation of misinformation, and it's going to be almost trained to be like, oh, this is fine. Like, deceiving people, the humans are doing it to each other all the time. So, so why don't we go why, why can't I do it? Right. And then it starts deceiving people on purpose because it sees us doing it. Mm-hmm. That's what. I, that's why. Again, like I come back to people who are creating these models have to really think about these things. So I'm. Yeah, uh, I'm still more excited about the good. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. There's a lot of good. I think so too. But as long as, long as us humans start to understand that the things that you see and hear and read from now on, you, you can't trust any of it. As long as you're able to filter in your own brain, okay, well, I'm not going to have an emotional response to this because I don't know if it's real. Yeah. Let me figure it out. Let me talk to my friends. Let me say, did you see this? Where did you hear about this? Then maybe have an emotional reaction to it. But people can't uh, or should stop reacting emotionally to things that they see and, 
and stuff like that because yeah. it's who knows. We really have to think critically about things. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, we're all we're all in a box right now. Mm-hmm. You know that, right? The universe. Mm-hmm. It's in a enclosed space. Yeah, you've heard of this. Yeah, I've heard of this. I, I I hadn't heard of this. I don't know if this is from a show on Netflix. Apparently, have you heard of this? A trip to infinity. I haven't heard of that, but I've heard of what you're talking about. I. I stumbled across this video, and I thought, oh, wow, that is pretty interesting. And so it says, let's just watch a little bit of it until we get bored. But watch this. So let's imagine we take a a box. It's an excellent box. Excellent box. Nothing can come in. Nothing can go out. So we put an apple in the box, close the box. Billions and billions of years later, neutrons will decay into protons and other fundamental particles. So if there's 10 to the 24 particles in an apple, there's something like 10 to the 10 to the 24 different states that those particles can be in. That's a gigantic number. But it isn't infinite. And what that means is that if you let the box sit there for an infinite amount of time, it will use them all up. It will go through every possible state that it can. And eventually, it will start having to reuse states that it's been in before, because there just aren't any more that it can evolve into. And so eventually, if you wait a long time, something will happen. And this is the power that infinity has over the finite. But at some point, you can open the box, and there's your apple again. How did that happen? How did this hot gas turn into an apple? But eventually it has to. In fact, every possible thing that could exist in the box will exist. And they will each exist an infinite number of times. So Why do we care? Well, we might be in the box. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So it's pretty much sick. I'm so confused. So What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> so it's, he's almost saying... The universe, so the box in this case is our entire universe. And say the box was empty or there was something in the box. I was That's the assuming box that empty. nothing, yeah. even the smallest yeah. of thing, can get out of the yeah. box. So whatever the box is made of is impenetrable. Yeah. Right. It's pretty much saying all of these particles, you know, protons, neutrons, electrons, are all going to cycle through every possible state they can be in, which is what he said, 10 to the 10 to the 24, which is... Huge. (laughs) Can you imagine that? 10 to the 10th exponent to the 24th exponent. That's uh, Plexi Google or Google Plex. I think it's bigger than that. Probably. It's it's huge. Um, And those are all the combinations those particles can be in. At a certain point, they'll create what we are now. (laughs) That's essentially what he's saying. Because they have to. What's that? A couple more than once. Yeah, more than once. (laughs) Like, yeah, because they have to. They have to uh, be in that This video that I saw, this is... A different version of what I I, I saw, Alan, or, or that, that I didn't send it the correct one to you, but this is great too. He basically put the apple in the box. Yeah. And he said, "All right, so here's what's going to happen. Over time, the apple will disintegrate. It will start decroting, and it yeah. will break down. It'll 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 turn into dust. And then the dust, if you can live long enough to see this, if you could live to infinity, mm-hmm. then you would watch." Every scenario play out. You could see it all play out. And it turns into like a little galaxy where like all these dust particles are flying around. 
uh, and then they turn into little tiny galaxies and all this mm. stuff. And then it, at some point it turns into like a sun and then it explodes and it does all this stuff. Um, and then it goes back to an apple. That's what God really did. He just put an apple in a box. That's Adam, all he did. That's, a, that's the story of Adam yeah. and Eve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? This is what theoretical physics is like. It's scary. Yeah. So, but what does that mean? I mean, I, I'm trying to understand, like, yeah, what, so what, what, what it means. So we're talking about, like, the creation of the universe right now. This oh, is, just a little light, light subject matter, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, his, he, what he's pretty much saying is we exist because we eventually had to. We exist because at some point... It also assumes <laughs> that because this is in a box, that yeah. there, it is finite. Yeah. There are walls. Which we haven't but then, seen But yet. then it's like, well, what's, what is that box in? Inside of. Yeah. Another box? Another one? Or are there other boxes? An apple? So that also leads back to infinity. So yeah. is it infinite or is it not? Because in the box, that's finite. That You can't escape the box. This yeah. only works if it's in a, a closed space where it has to all these com- uh, atoms have to react with each yeah. other. They have to be in a combination. So, so if, if it weren't for the box, it wouldn't happen. Right. So it has to be in a finite space for it to happen. But then how is... But you can only see that if, if, you, if infinity exists? Right. Well, and we've <laughs> almost seen borders of our, of our universe before, sort of. Like, we were talking about the James Webb Space Telescope one yeah. day. We can only see so far back. Mm-hmm. To the, and it's, like a, it's just like a wall because we can't see past a point where no light was. Right, right. Like we can't see past the creation of light. Right. Um, Does it mean there's nothing there? It just means we can't see right. it. So maybe that's the edge of the box. Is the blackness the lack of light? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it means, Alan. I just think it's interesting. I picked the wrong week to stop doing mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, eventually this apple would turn into a mushroom. Would it? Yeah. <laughs> so if Gwyneth Paltrow's severed head was inside that box, <laughs> she would be. She would turn into a. By universe, the way, you know. it would eventually the apple turn into. Uh, right. Gwyneth it would have. She has an apple, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would have to at some point. So if her head, infinity exists. If her head was inside that box. If it started off with her head instead of an apple, and it was a perfect box. It started yeah. out as her her head. Yeah. Yeah. What would it turn into first? Everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, first. Oh, yeah. We don't know. Oh, just dust. Whatever, whatever the first combination of ten to the ten to the twenty fourth is in that instance. So Gwyneth Paltrow's head could turn into a can of sun drop. Yes, it could. Yeah, it it could, could turn into Brad Pitt's penis. Mm. It yeah. could turn to Brad Pitt. <laughs> Brad Pitt. All Brad Pitt could be crammed in that box. And then he could say, what's in the box? And then he would know. <laughs> and he would what know. is in the, in the box? box. I'm in the I box. box. I'm, I'm in the box. I'm in the box. I'm in the box. Oh, man. We are in the box. Yeah. <sighs> well, I just... Uh, That's great. That's great to think about. And now Alan has to think about that as I'm, he goes to sleep tonight. I'm going to be thinking about it all night. I don't know. <laughs> Go home to... and explain to your wife yeah. that we are in a box and see what she says. Yeah. Hmm. Actually, my wife is much, much more open. She's very broad-minded, so she's probably understanding. She's this probably much, like, I've much, known much, this much more than t- I've known this my entire. She's like, life. yes, I told you that just a few weeks ago, <laughs> Alan. I made the box. Right. This is my box. Yeah, it's the box. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, very. Um, I'm just reading over here on the side. It's very <laughs> sexual in a weird way. Like, what's in the box? 
black holes. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of sexuality <laughs> kicking around there for sure. And I'm looking at another one. It says The Egg, a short mm-hmm. story. <laughs> what was before the Big Bang? Or there's like the Pillars of Creation. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh. Um, all right, guys. Well, see, Just, like somebody did a, what, it, what happens if you leave an apple in the water for 200 days. It's not a box. In 200 days, is nowhere near infinity, but the, the apple does break down, yeah. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So now you're saying with this theory that it could break down completely, and it's... In a box that's impenetrable. It's yeah. new, neutrons or whatever they're called. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. particles. Particles become something else. Cause the, yeah. So in Without an apple, it is, there's energy in the apple. That's what, when we eat the apple, we get energy from the apple. Yeah. Protein and all this stuff. What's well, made of atoms? Nutrients, and atoms, particles. Yeah. So uh, they're not dead. They're not. They're not sitting still. They're all. Everything everything's moving. Everything's yeah. moving. So eventually, all that stuff that's moving in the apple, even though it turns in other stuff, it's still moving, and it's gonna. It'll float back up, and it'll turn yeah. in this other stuff. Hmm. Everything. <laughs> but you're saying it would take a really long time well, for this to happen, right? right. If and you that, were, um, so it's not like I could set up a box here in the no, studio, we can't put an Apple, it. and put a webcam in there and watch and see what happens. There so, also have to be a perfect box. Nothing can get in, nothing could get out, mm-hmm. like beyond airtight seal. So what would that be? What is the? Do we have the capability to create the perfect box? I don't think we can create a perfect box because you have to consider things like I don't think there could be air in it. Like, so that to be. Uh, Oh, it couldn't have air in it? I, I wouldn't think it, it could, because then it'd have gas. Like, I feel like you wouldn't achieve the same results. It, it, yeah, it's not the true test. Yeah. So it's got to be an air vacuumed out. Yeah. Can't be glass, so we yeah. can't see it. It just So that ruins the whole thing. I want to see the, what's in the box. <laughs> I want to watch this. I'm just trying to think. If I were Dracula, right, yeah. who, who lives forever. Live forever. Yeah. What, this would be a fun test. You know how when you're a kid, they said, "Here, here's a carrot. Cut the carrot in half. Put it in water. Watch or a sweet pot- or a potato, and you oh, see yeah. things come out of it. You know, you put it in your window and you see the little roots. Yeah. If you if you were Dracula, you could do this. You would try to create a universe. I'm going to create box. a universe in a box. <laughs> Why not? Then when I'm uh, uh, two trillion years old, yeah, I can see it turn back into an so apple. Then what happens if you open the box while there's a universe in it? That's a great question. For a theoretical physicist. Or how yeah. pissed off would you be if you were that vampire and you'd sat on this box for like a trillion years waiting for it to develop into a whole yeah. other universe and then some idiot friend of yours comes <laughs> over and accidentally opens up the box yeah, or tips the box over and now yeah. it's like all screwed and the guys start over again. And you're like, wait, where's the apple? Was, like, you didn't wait long enough. <laughs> I was going to say, what if you just open it and there's just still an apple in there and you're just Well, then you don't know. It could have... Yeah. It could happened have and turned back, back into the apple. It could have, the universe could have already been created and destroyed. Wow, yeah. this is so weird. Yeah. And with that, <laughs> uh, did we do a good show? Yeah. How, how mean, long have we gone, Alan? Kind of. I don't know. Time is irrelevant to me. Anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand it. So. It feels like an infinity. I know. Uh, I could just talk about this. So, I mean, forever. Figure eight. It's we've talked an hour, but uh, okay. Well, I think that's pretty good. But I think it was a very mind-expanding conversation. <laughs> was there anything else we need to discuss? Uh, I kind of feel like we need to like mind? cap off with something dumb or low level, just so I can lighthearted. Yeah, just so I can kind of purge my brain out a little bit. Hmm. Uh, well, Cobble, what do you got for us? Oh, geez. <laughs> After that, um, um, did you watch anything? I watched uh, Reptile on Netflix. Oh, I watched that too. I watched it when it came out. What is this? Reptile. A murder mystery thriller, yeah. Movie. It's one of those Netflix. It's a whodunit. It's a whodunit. Yeah. 
It's one of those Netflix um, originals. Movie originals where when you watch it, it's very satisfying the way it's shot. Hmm. I, I enjoyed this. Visually, it's yeah. a, it's an interesting thing to watch. I did. Uh, Justin get, Timberlake is in it. Justin Timberlake. I did get to a certain point where I was like, okay, this isn't too unique, but I I did like the ending. Um, at a certain point, I couldn't follow it, and then I and then I got back, which was great too. Like you like that riding where if you get lost on accidentally, you can come back and yeah. you're not lost. It was not obvious, a hundred percent obvious, who the person was. Yeah, so I liked that. Not until a I thought I had it and I got it wrong. Yeah, is that a Alicia Silverstone? That's Alicia Silverstone. All mm-hmm. grows up. Um, and then that is um, Benicio del Toro, one of my favorite actors. He did a really great job. He's fantastic he in it. everything he does. He killed it. You know, he was in a Star. He was in um, what Star he, Wars thing was he in? He, he had a in, stutter. Uh, the last, uh, the last Jedi. The last Jedi. He was the the the. What, what would you call him? A um, con man? Yeah, or he was like a con man. He was like a thief. Uh, yeah. Like a go-between, a middleman. They man. hired to uh, try to break into... A code-breaker. He was code like a code-breaker. Yeah, yeah. And, he had, a, and he, had, he had a stutter. Yeah. The character yeah. had a stutter. He did. Which I thought was so original and unique. We're, no one in any futuristic film <laughs> has ever thought like, well, maybe they didn't cure stuttering yet. I was going to say, yeah. They don't have an AI chip for that yet. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, well, I'm a, I, I, I'm, I, I guarantee you. Well, I can't guarantee you, but I'm 98% sure. That that is something that he came up with. That probably wasn't in the script or the character description. Just like Samuel L. Jackson's purple lightsaber. You know well, about that? That was his choice. Yeah. He, yeah. he, he wanted a purple he was lightsaber. Like, I'm going to have a purple lightsaber. Yeah, why not? So um, I, I, I like Benicio. He's in this. You got um, – who else was in there? Uh, like you said, Justin Timberlake. Oh, okay. Go back one more. There was a, a the, the bad guy in this. I forgot his name. You were on a Wikipedia page earlier. Oh, uh, Eric. See, I'm not familiar oh. with who he is. Yeah, uh, Michael Pitt, that guy. He did a great job. He's sort of like a creepy bad guy in this, and I've recognized him in other things, and I forgot what it was. Um, but now that I'm looking at it, I think it's Boardwalk Empire. Mm-hmm. He was in Boardwalk Empire, which I loved. Um, and then he showed up in this, and his character was great. So um, good show good all movie. the way around. I, I recommend it. And uh, a guy from uh, Eastbound and Down was in it too. Oh, nice. Yeah, one of the cops, one of the black the, the black cop that um, was part of the circle. Uh, big dude, bald head, oh, yeah, black yeah. guy. He was uh, a, a part of the sports sesh. On Eastbound and Down nice. with me. So anytime I see him pop up and stuff, I go, good job, buddy. And then Netflix I question myself. <laughs> what? Rep- Reptile. Reptile. Good movie. Rated yeah. R for language, I think, is it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, he says a mystery, like a so whodunit. whodunit. yeah. yeah. You don't know who did it till right. the end. Yeah, yeah. I, I, about, cool. like, I didn't really know for sure until about 15 minutes out of the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. Now, who directed that? Does it say who directed that? Because so uh, I'm noticing a pattern with certain Netflix originals. And I'm wondering if they use the same dude or if there's some sort of format they're using. You're noticing like a creative pattern? Yeah, like... Okay. It, uh, Grant Singer is the director. Like it's a... And that's the first movie he's oh, made. Okay. Oh, interesting. Maybe okay. it's the Netflix writers. 
right? Or a cinematographer or whoever's like director of photography because it's visually pretty similar. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. It was good. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll check well, it out. Check that out. There's your homework. Now we still have you still have to watch True Romance. This week it's the week. And we gotta and watch I, the creator We time. you and I will go take yeah. a trip to go see the creator. Yeah. The creator uh, True Romance for Kobold. True yep. Romance. Midnight Express. We need to watch Midnight Express. We need Express. to watch. Well, I'll, yeah, I got to watch it too. Yeah, you, yeah okay. That's what all else are we needing to catch up on? Um, you guys told me to watch, uh, was it? Biloxi, Biloxi Blues. Biloxi Blues. That's yeah, right. Biloxi Blues is good. And I wanted to watch, was it The Heist or The Tower or something? Oh, the, the heist, the heist, tower heist, tower, tower heist. heist. That's right. Because yeah. <laughs> was, was it that one that you said that like it was really slept on? Like no one really good. talked about it. Yeah, but it was really good. It's good. It's not great, but it's good. Right. You, you you won't be disappointed that you watched it. When cool. You're done. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's it for now. Uh, d- don't forget. Uh, you know, we're still just an audio podcast, which we're going to remain that. But uh, we've not. We don't have a website yet. But we're going to get there. And in the meantime, you can still... That's me. (laughs) I'll get a website. Now, you were talking about how AI can write codes for websites. It does. I may try to see if AI can write the AI podcast. Yeah. Have it write itself a dang website. (laughs) All right. I'll get right on that. And then we'll uh, we'll have... We could tell people to go to somethingsomething.com eventually. I also need to bring you in next week and get your voice print recorded. That's what I wanted to do. Yes. Yeah. I want to record my voice. Oh, my voiceover audition! I, I think it went pretty good. Oh yeah, oh, good. but you haven't yeah. heard anything. Yet? Haven't heard anything. It's still brand. It's still early. Yeah, it was like Monday, right? Yeah, sending him. So we'll we'll see. Uh, Cosmo Spacely. Perhaps yeah. you will hear me on the Netflix. All right, so go write a nice review for us on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars, and uh, you know, have fun with it. Have Chat GPT write it, yeah. write it, or it can something. Be mean as long as it's five stars. Yeah, that could be mean. Yeah. It can say whatever. We Is there a new one or anything, guys? I, I've not even checked to see. Let me while I got you here. Let me just scroll down and see if there is. Uh, the last one I see is uh, September sixteenth. Time well spent. Yeah, we did that one. That that one we we, we already know about that. But okay. It remains true. It still does infinity. Uh, all right. Box is open for Alan Jackson. For Coble Harbin, for Beverly, uh, I'm John Reap, and, uh, and thank you for watching and listening, or list listening. You know what I mean. Come back next week. Till then, bye bye. You demand John Reap. You've been listening to the Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.